Hello, friends, and welcome to Coach Cuts Corner. Streaming bright from Michigan's capital city, this podcast is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, and the why of mental performance, personal growth, and Lansing Stars baseball. Coach Cuts Corner, brought to you by iWatch. In collaboration with Lansing Community College. And now here's your host, Stephen Cutter. Welcome back or welcome to Coach Cuts Podcast. I'm Stephen Cutter and today I'm joined in studio with Bob Every. Bob coached the 2002 Stars softball team to a national championship. Thanks for joining me today, Bob. My pleasure, Steve. Um, uh, I see that you guys are just uh, raking it, man, and the uh, team's going good, so it's nice to see a smile on your yeah, face. For sure. Bob, your name is synonymous in the Lansing area when it comes to sports. What age did you get into sports? Well, my first organized sports was, of course, Little League Baseball and then some backyard football, and then I really started uh, my my sporting career when I was a freshman in high school at Rodney B. Wilson in St. John's. That's where it all started. Okay. And for Little League, did you develop a pretty good love for baseball at that point, or were you just d- still pretty wet behind the ears and not sure what you really liked? Well, I'm like any other kid that was played Little League baseball, probably three-fourths of them. You know, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a Major League Baseball player. Really? I watched okay. baseball, and, of course, you know, that's back when you had the little black-and-white TVs, and uh, uh, it was it was just – I mean, we, we – we just played baseball all day long, and that's, that was what we did in the small town that I came from, which is Maple Rapids. So uh, sports has always been a very big part of my life and will continue to be uh, until I'm gone. And that's changed a little bit today in society. When you drive around, you see a lot more empty fields than you do You know, see, whether it's courts or fields or whatever it might be, that there's less of that now. Well, that's exactly right. Back in, again, when I was a youngster, uh, I mean, I lived in a river. Uh, we went fishing in the morning, and we played ball all afternoon, and then we played uh, our little league games, you know, uh, two or three nights a week when, uh, you know, around 6 o'clock and stuff. So that's all we did was uh, just played around, and, and, and we could do that living in a small town because, you know, there wasn't the fear that you have today of, of just looking over your shoulder to see, you know, what dangers are, are around you all the time. So I grew up on sports, and uh, I grew up uh, – uh, after a certain period of time in a, in a household that just had a mother because my mother and father divorced when I was 10. Okay. And my coaches became my fathers. And I just kind of followed that thing all the way through high school. And then, uh, you know, it's just, you, I kind of figured it all out and got going. Do you have a certain coach that kind of stood out during that time? Well, again, you know, I go back to my Little League coach, Vic Johnson, what is his name? He was a, he was a, really a nice guy, and he really uh, he, he did a wonderful job. I don't know how much baseball experience he had. <laughs> he was one of these fathers that was corralled into right. doing this, and yep. he did the best he could. But when I got into high school, I had the two coaches that were real significant in my life. The first one is Bill Smiley, who was my varsity baseball coach and my varsity football coach and then Doug Jappinga who also was uh, uh, my JV coach and uh, in football and so those two guys were synonymous in my life but then I got involved in boxing at a very big level my idea was to uh, make the 68 Olympic boxing team and uh, Wayne Buford was my boxing coach uh, and he those three probably were the biggest influences in my life as far as uh, uh, father figures were concerned in regards to coaching that's that's incredible you know, I mentioned in the opening of the show that you won a national championship here. 
You also did, uh, you were runner up a couple seasons. I think the first season went in 2000 yeah. and then 2001. And you really brought, you know, a national prominence to the softball program. What, and you were working at LCCA at the time too. What is some of your best memories of LCC? Well, I mean, I worked here many years prior to the baseball, uh, the softball program yeah. starting. You know, mm -hmm. that started in, it was approved in 1999, July of 1999. Uh, we assembled uh, for the first time in August with practices. And then our first season was 2000. And in our very first year, in our inaugural year, we played for the national championship. Which was, was that in Phoenix as well? That was in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. The next year, we played for the national championship and got beat in the in the, in the finals. finals. And then yeah. the third year was the charm. We won the national championship. And then the fourth year, we got beat in the national championship. So uh, we did something no other school did in America, right. and that was to play in a national championship four, four years in a row. Four years in a row. Uh, so... Uh, we set the standard and, you know, being a baseball player and uh, my mm -hmm. first love being baseball and stuff. Right. And then having two daughters, I realized that uh, they probably weren't going to box and they probably weren't <laughs> going to play baseball. I did play a lot of fast pitch softball. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I just was kind of setting all my ducks in a row of, of where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. But I knew I wanted to coach and uh, uh, thank goodness for the board of trustees here at Lansing Community College and the athletic department mm -hmm. that they reinstated uh, softball, softball and baseball. And baseball, yeah. And uh, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Right. <laughs> and uh, you yeah. wouldn't be enjoying the great season you're having. So it was all it was all fun. Once I got into it, my daughter played on, uh, my daughter Jody yep. uh, played on my first two teams. She was a two-time All-American and, uh, you know, very proud to be a part of, of coaching your daughter, but as you probably know, maybe a little bit more difficult for you than me because you work with much more numbers than I do. You know, I'm talking 15 to 17, 18 players. Right. Uh, they all become kind of your daughters in a yeah. way, and and you're mm -hmm. you're responsible for them. I mean, you do a lot of recruiting, and I don't yeah. know how many times, Steve, that you've had to sit in a chair and tell a parent that you're going to look after their child. Right. And 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 these these these. Parents are going through some emotional strain because sure. a lot of them are losing their children for the first time. Right. And uh, so, I mean, I sat in my office many times and, and you know, mothers and fathers were, were, were literally crying that their daughters were going to be walking out the door and life for them mm -hmm. was going to change forever. But I always assured them that I'll treat them just like they were my own children and they seem to be happy mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, it's really good. What was the difference between the 2002 team that won it and the other three that didn't? Truthfully, uh, luck. Love that. You know, honestly, we yeah. were good enough. We went in the uh, we went in the second season in the championship round undefeated. Okay. And uh, so we had to get we had to get beat twice, and and we only had to win. The other team had to win one. And ironically, the year that we won it, we had been beaten and had to battle back. Uh, and play a team in the finals that we had to beat twice. So, I mean, it's funny how that works, but it, it all boils down. I mean, there's such a fine line. I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's a it's a, a ball that goes foul by three mm. inches that make, can make the difference. That happened in one mm. game. And, uh, you know, but uh, it was, for me, I would say the talent was as good and was capable of winning, but we just didn't get the luck or the break. And mm. and that's what caused, that's, that's how close those games were. That's excellent. You know, we talked about that on another podcast just recently about how with winning, it's not all hard work. You got to have some other, you know, things happen for you or they're going to happen against you, oh, whether it's injuries or, or luck or yeah. anything else. You know, currently the Stars baseball team's on a 
longest college baseball winning streak in the country. And I've had a lot of people ask me about it and mention different things. And I typically say something like, well, it's a lot better than being on the longest losing streak in the country. So I'll, I'll take it. And they're, the, they're asked things like, is there pressure or stuff like that? I'm like, no, it, it's a really good thing. This is what we want. But you were you had some teams that went on some pretty long win streaks too. Do you want to talk about uh, the length of those? Yeah, we, I mean we were on several twenty or more game winning streaks. Okay. Uh, we our longest win streak was thirty six or thirty seven games. Okay. Right. Uh, we went into the national championship uh, uh, World Series thirty five and zero, okay. and uh, we came out. I believe 38, 37 or 38 and two. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's always fun when you get on those. And like I said off mic here, you can't get enough runs on the board for me. I mean, I don't like this <laughs> close games. I mean, you can sit there and watch all the games you want, but, you know, I feel much better when I'm pounding somebody 10 to nothing because I get a chance to relax a little mm-hmm. bit. I know and, and it's not always like that, but uh, that doesn't mean that, you, that, that I don't like it. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, we, we've had some tw- 22 and 0. We were like 27 and 0, 36, 37 and 0. I mean, so we've been on some win streaks too. And uh, those are nice, but oh, it's still challenging. Yeah, because every game you get the same gut feeling as you do uh, if you're playing the first game. You know, I mean, there's nerves are there. And I don't know about you. I mean, I, I, I you seem pretty low keyed to me, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that you're a little bit lo- more low keyed than I am. I was pretty aggressive. Of course, okay. I was reared in, uh, you know, in uh, boxing, yes. which is a very right. aggressive sport. It's different, yeah. And, uh, and I had two daughters. So uh, I had to make this transition from how I usually felt right. over to this where I'm now I'm coaching girls. I'm not boxing. I'm coaching girls. So there has to be a different demeanor and a different approach. And I found mm-hmm. out one thing early mm-hmm. about coaching women's. If you yell at one of them, you yell at all of them. And uh, I said, man, oh, man. And I, and I learned this in, in my crown team travel ball. And, uh, you know, so the girls, quite frankly, about coaching taught me maybe as much as I've ever learned about coaching. I had some other coaches that I was able to pick their brain and, and, and learn from them and, and, mm-hmm. and what they did. But uh, the girls taught me an awful lot. And in return, I think I taught them how to play the game a little bit different. And I always said, listen, if there's no value to a game, What's the sense of playing, you know? So I always made them understand that everything has value. So you have to approach it in the right kind of way in order for you to get the results out of it that you want to get. Yeah, we use a different word. We talk about details, but it's still the same. You know, it's it's, it's what's what's important. And it's very important to pay attention and value things or or pay attention to the details because that kind of stuff is is what matters. And we talk a lot about, you know, what your edges look like or what your grass looks mm-hmm. like or sure. anything else that that's winning. I know you're still active in sports, but are you helping coach anywhere at this point? Well, I'm kind of an advisor to the crown team that okay. I had back in the, 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 the mid to late nineties. We had a tremendous travel ball team. And uh, of course the travel ball is a little bit more popular today it's than back then, right? yep. but uh, we were, we were, really good and everybody on that team played at the college level and uh it's incredible so one of my players played at university of michigan another one played at michigan state university grand valley ferris i mean all over so uh 
uh, and I've, I've kind of lost my train of thought in the, the, what your question was again. But, you know, are, are you still helping with Crown? Yeah, then? okay. Yeah. Because well, you kind I'm of brought, you brought that back, yeah, right? I, yeah. Well, my daughter was with an organization that they had multiple teams at different ages, and mm-hmm. uh, she didn't really like kind of that regimentation of having to follow a direction, okay. uh, you know, that other teams, she wanted to do her own thing. So, so she got that from you, right? Yeah, well, she maybe, yeah, she's a very independent woman. <laughs> and uh, she went out and got one of my All-American players that played okay. with her in the travel team in, yep. in Lansing Community College, yep. Emily Church, born. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Emily actually worked here when she played softball for me in the public safety department. She was a public nice. safety officer. But so those two teams, those two girls took that team over and are now trying to raise it up to the lofty heights of where we had it. And, you know, quite frankly, it's nice watching them. Uh, so we've come full circle. My daughter is coaching her daughter, just like I coached my daughter. Yeah. And uh, so they're having fun. And, and that's where I'm at now. I'm, I'm following my granddaughter around, and I, that seems to be uh, where I should be right now. And that's probably provides you with some special moments, just seeing that full circle stuff. So that, that's pretty cool. Let me tell you, every time I get out of bed now at my age is a special moment. <laughs> uh, Lansing Sports Hall of Fame. you got the banquet coming up in August 10th, I believe. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Who's going in this year? Oh, well, yeah, she asked me these questions here. You know, we've got well, one of the guys that you may know or may not know. He's a longtime umpire by the name of Brian Smith. Okay. And Brian is very talented. He's uh, worked Olympics. He's worked uh, several times behind the dish at the the, the National Division One Championships. Nice. Uh, got a guy by the name of Henry Patino, a longtime uh, track guy out of Everett. Uh, we got three three women coming in. Uh, Jen Smith, who played basketball at University of Michigan. Melanie Miller, who's a longtime administrator at Sexton High School. And uh, the other girl is uh, Kristen Hersey, uh, Cleveland Kristen Hersey. Uh, she is now a teacher out at Mason, but she was a, a multi-sport person at the East Lansing High School. And uh, uh, down at... Uh, uh, Olivet, I guess, was, the, was where she went to college. But she played three sports in college. And uh, and then, you know, uh, I think that's, uh, I don't know what we got. We got the 86-87 Sexton State Championship track teams. And then the 1985 uh, Lansing Catholic Central football team. So okay. I, I think those are what we have. I may have missed one there, but. I know being a transplant to the Lansing area, I went to the Hall of Fame banquet last season. And so it was my first time seeing something like that. And I remember thinking when it was all over, I was blown away during it and after. I thought it was incredibly well run. I was somewhat shocked by the number of people that were in the Lansing Center. Mm -hmm. But it was just a really nice event. And I'm super excited to get back to it this year. And hopefully we get a front row table. LCC does again. And... um, you know, excited for August 10th and to be a part of that again. So you, you, you do a heck of a job running that piece of it. You're also tied into the high school all-star softball game. Yeah. Where did, when did that start? Well, actually, it started long before I took it over, but uh, it's. I think this is going to be our 37th or 38th year okay. for the uh, 
for the senior girls high school all-star yeah. tournament. And it just takes in uh, girls from the local area high schools that have graduated. It just graduated. You can't be. Uh, how do you, how, how's the selections made for that? Well, what I do is, is I send out information to all the coaches uh, that uh, are eligible to right. enter a kid. Right. And there's like 43 schools in the Michigan area. And I say, now we're going to have our all-star game on this particular date. And what I'd like for you to do is at the appropriate time, I'd like for you to send me, you know, two, three, four names of people that you think are worthy of being in an all-star game and then letter them uh, or or number them, one through four. And I says, we may use four of them. We may use one of them. I don't know, but but it's an all-star event. But don't just submit their names because they're, uh, excuse me, a senior event. Mm -hmm. So don't just submit their names because they're seniors. We mean, we want to have a, a, and so that's how I do it. And, 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 you know, Basically, that's that's the only way you could do it. I think. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't get out and watch all these kids play in the springtime. It's so shortened. We're so, bringing back the high school all star game for baseball, and that's going to be at Muni this year. Uh, and we're we're super excited about that. I'm not sure why it went away. I'm not. Do you have any insight on that? Well, I think like anything, to do what you do and I do, it takes a lot of energy, and it, and, yeah. and, and you don't always have the manpower, or the person power that you want to get it done. So it does wear on people, and and sometimes people just you know they just run amok they just say you know enough is enough is enough but there are things that should never go away because they're so uh pertinent to our community i mean they're so valuable you know it's like the the softball classic the uh, that we're that we're going to have prior to the all-star game uh so these events for kids in high school are important uh you know you know yourself i don't care whether you're uh playing in a backyard game or maybe a college national championship game, the thrill of doing something good is about the same. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? If I, if I, if I hit a big home run in, in, in a conference game that wins us the game, a hard-fought game, and then I do the same thing in, in a college game, I mean, excuse me, in a World Series game that, that wins us the game, I don't know that my emotion is any greater for your, one or the your other. Your mind doesn't know the difference. No, yep. so, mm-hmm. so it's important for these kids to always have uh, a good learning experience out of their involvement in sports, and we as adults who've played sports owe it to them and they owe it to people uh that they're going to be coaching down the road so you know if you keep that progressive thing rolling then you can always rest assured that you're coming from a good community kids are good people a life is good and uh, you know it's just it's just a thing that you got to do yeah so you're pretty darn famous (laughs) but who's the most famous person that you've met well a dear friend of mine who's no longer with us is muhammad ali uh, I, uh, I've known Muhammad since 1972 and we really connected back in the nineties. Again, uh, I would go down to his farm in Berrien Springs and, uh, I, I brought Muhammad up to, uh, several games. Tom Isle is a good friend of mine. I mm-hmm. brought him up to several games in Michigan state. And, and again, it's all part of promoting your community. That's what right. I do. I mean, I love this place. I've been, I traveled a lot in my boxing days all over this country, some international traveling. And I, found one thing consistent with all my traveling was that I couldn't wait to get back home. And, and the reason I couldn't wait to get back home is because this is my home. You know, I love this place. So whatever I can do to, to uh, do my fair share of promoting this area, I'm going to continue to do it. And that, that's not going to change because maybe I'm not coaching from day to day anymore like I used to be. But uh, I'll still, uh, you know, like I'm meeting uh, uh, a friend of mine uh, from the uh, Michigan State uh, Hall of Fame, uh, Matt Larson, 
uh, media relations guy. I'm, I'm meeting Matt next week, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about exchange ideas about Hall of Fames. You know, they have the, the Spartan Athletic Hall of Fame, and we have the, the Greater Lansing Area Sports Hall of Fame. Just just getting together with people and exchanging ideas and, and trying to promote your community. That's what I'm into. Yep. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Bob. It's been great. I appreciate our relationship, and I always enjoy talking to you and having you around. So, thank you. Well, uh, thank you for asking me. You know, we got to get that one frosty. You owe me a frosty for uh, for setting up Muni for you. And and, yep, uh, yep. and I tell you what, I I am so proud of you, and I'm I, I'm so proud of this school. I, I love this school. I spent 38 no, years here, and it's a great place to be. And I, I hope that uh, luck and good fortune continues to follow you because this school is what you need and and you need this school because it's a it's a great place to be it's a great place to raise your family and thanks for having me and uh, i look forward to watching you win the whole thing Coach Cut's Corner is recorded live in the WLNZ studios. Engineering and production assistance are provided by Dedalian Lowry. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it and follow us on all the platforms of social media. You can find more about our program at lccstars.com. And donations to our baseball program can be made at the same site. See you next time. Coach